this 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 week yes. we're going to be talking about, about coffee eventually we're going to be talking about coffee we're going to be talking actually we're reviewing the brew up mm. uh the brew italian blend right yes well i'm we going to review it by by memory <laughs> <laughs> i uh I've got, I've, you know we actually there's a coffee we missed and I'm going to remind you which one it is later because I forget already. But we, we didn't review it at all. And I completely forgot. I can't remember what it is. I can't remember anything about it. I forgot to take the notes and I just drank it. I hope you enjoyed it. I think it was the, the Mill something or Milltown, other. Milltown, uh, Dark Rose. Milltown. I have all the good? notes. I took the notes. <laughs> I didn't take any notes. It was a rough, I had a rough couple of weeks. It was really intense and I didn't take any notes and I can't remember a thing about it. So we just drank the coffee. Oh. Eric, you know, let's do a quick review, Max. What do you think of the Milltown? <laughs> What's it like? Um, it your thumbs up or thumbs down? It was a uh, slow pouring, but it was, uh, it was very weak. Uh, it was, it was nice. I found it weak to be, to, to be, um, to, to extract the, the the flavors were not very very strong. Um, uh-huh. I was struggling. Okay, well that wraps it up. Ah. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! I have better notes than that. <laughs> Make me look. Okay, I know you got, look, you got detailed notes, but then, yeah. okay. But this, we're not going to be reviewing the milk because I, I can't oh, okay. do it justice. Normally, I like to disagree with you. Oh. And I can't disagree with you because I can't remember a damn thing about it. I oh, just say, oh uh, no, I don't so- agree with that. Okay. <laughs> That, that, that's ridiculous, Max. I can't believe you've reached that conclusion. Uh, can, can you hear that sound? Yeah. Okay, I'll stop doing it then. That's my cat. Uh, oh. I, I'm, I'm, my cat's jumped up on my lap and, and it, likes, it, like, <laughs> it likes to be petted very roughly. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so, no, we're going to be talking about the brew, which actually I'm pleased about because you know what? I haven't had a bad coffee from Brew Up yet. We should give these guys some props. Yeah. Um, I think you're only sending me, mind you, you're picking them. So you're you're sending them through to me and and you're probably just picking the best ones. So well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I sent you the ones I like. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's my, it's my um, day long, month long, year long resolution of converting you to dark roasts. No, I'm I got nothing to wrong the dark with side. I'm, <laughs> I got absolutely no problems. With uh, with and you say dark roast, but the Italian blend is yeah, it's actually a medium roast. It's a medium roast, right? True, true. It's a medium roast, although it says on the label dark. Uh, it doesn't say dark roast; it says dark something or other. But it says it's a medium roast. Yeah. And uh, let's get into it. Let let's let's talk about. Let's change everything for once in a while. Let's change it up a little bit and talk about the coffee first or, or earlier on in the podcast because. Uh, because I'm sure that on our other podcast, people have tuned out like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour before we actually get around to talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're only eight minutes in, so I think we, it's good. That's an improvement. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Hey, but look, you say eight minutes, but by the time I've edited all the stuff, True. hopefully it'll be less than that. It's going to be seven. I am actually having to do quite a lot of editing on these podcasts because I just I realize I ramble on and on. I just let you do it. <laughs> I know. You're cruel. That's fun. Man. So, it yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Not fun for the people having to listen to us. Yeah, uh, true. So, uh, do you want me to do the introduction? I, I, well, hold on a second. I just to say our audience numbers are 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 going up. Ooh. Um, I think it's now two. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I did listen to the to to a couple of them. 
<laughs> Although my dad did say he was going to listen, so it could be him. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> now, our audience numbers are going up, which is which is great. So I guess we're doing something right. That's good. That's good. But uh, Italian blend. Yeah. So I really like this. Um, I didn't like it as much as the espresso blend. Oh, did you? I. Hmm? I okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I really liked that espresso blend. I really liked it a lot. But 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 for this particular one, it was just different. There was nothing wrong with it. I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with it. Uh, and we're going to talk about, I mean, the next couple we're talking about next week, which is after this one. Uh, we're talking okay. about the, which one are we talking about? We're talking about the Honduras from uh, from Bean Smithing. Yes. That also is very different. It's And I didn't like it as much as the one I had before from them. But it, oh. the thing is, the thing is, not as a bit of a you know spoiler alert, mm -hmm. the thing is that um, that we, we need to celebrate the differences. And if you Absolutely. have the same thing over and over every week, it'll soon become very boring and dull. So mm -hmm. we've got to, throw you know throw things around a little bit try different try different coffees uh just to keep life interesting and also to know what's out there and and um so i like this one i mean i i would absolutely have no problems it was very again very easy to make like all of be um all of brew ups uh coffees i found them all very easy to drink very easy to dial in and very easy to to drink very quickly that's yep. part of the problem i drink through these very quickly I gotta, you know. True. And by, and by the way, who on earth? I've seen these subscription packages, like two hundred and fifty grams. You get a bag a month or something. Yeah. Who takes a month to drink two hundred and fifty grams of coffee? Uh, not me. And I do not make a lot of coffees actually. That's the funny thing. No. And uh, I have two or three a day. With you know? um, the the good thing of the brew up uh, ones is that I've I have noticed that I can actually use the 14 grams um, porta uh, filter while yeah. most of the other ones that we tried, whenever I try to use that one, I always struggle with it because it doesn't have a lot of coffee in it and they all want a lot of coffee. They Typically, you have to go around 16 to 18 grams easily. You know, but I think you're the, onto something. Yeah, yeah with the brew up instead, it's, yeah, uh, yeah typically... With 14 grams, you can actually make an espresso. So it, it saves you a little bit of, of of weight, maybe, if you want. It saves you a lot. You yeah. know, when I was when I was, when I was doing this in my cafe, um, I remember we were doing 14 grand doubles. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when I started, I was thinking, you know, everyone else is doing 20 grams in their basket. You know, surely I need to be doing 20 grams in my basket. I'm bearing in mind, you know, we've got a robusta blend out there. We had very yeah. much a robusta, and and fourteen grams was 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 perfect. It was just perfect. It was not not too much at all. Yeah, actually, would run really quite far. Yeah, it, it really depends. Mm -hmm. Also, because I mean, it depends on the taste. Depends on uh, also on what kind of flavor you want. Because I have a very strong feeling that the you know the micro. Uh, what are they called? Not microbreweries, sorry. Micro roasteries and um, home yeah. home espresso enthusiasts. It doesn't really apply to cafes. I mean, you cannot, from my point no. of view at least, you cannot have uh, you know these fancy beans in a cafe because how do you do it? Do you have you have to dial in every time unless you have it already set for uh, three, four, five different coffees. It's a nightmare. You do. That's exactly that is exactly what you do. But that's why you pay more 
for your coffee in those specialty coffee shops because they will have a different grinder. I, mean, I, I was at um, a great, oh, beautiful cafe in uh, Belgrade in mm. Serbia. And uh, it, was, it wasn't caffeine. It was called Coffeen, I think, or something. I think it's called Coffeen. I'll have to look it up. Right. But it was, I mean, it was an amazing building over three floors that, unbelievable wow. architecture right in the central high street and you walked in you had about six different coffees and had a grinder for each and each one was cal each grinder was calibrated for for each coffee um okay. and you know they were charging western prices in belgrade and they were constantly packed constantly packed uh, and they could do it yeah. but you had to you're absolutely People right will... I mean, so it depends what you have in terms. I mean, what's your idea of um, of a coffee shop? Because remember, I'm Italian, and to me, mm-hmm. when when I go, for example, to a bar and order a coffee, between the order and me drinking the coffee and paying and leaving the the coffee shop, I think there's a span of three minutes. Yeah, maximum. It's yeah. not what you have. In, you know, it's not the Starbucks experience where you sit down and you sip your coffee. I mean, it's an espresso for God's sake. It's two sips mm-hmm. if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Mm. And nobody, no, no. Uh, an espresso, you can put it in one mouthful and quickly. You can. <laughs> I, I, and, and uh, I do. And that's why then, and that's why I have two or three. But, but um, <laughs> if you don't stir your espresso, this is what, uh, this, this is what they say. And this is very true mm. is the taste changes. Uh, over three sips absolutely because yeah yeah but that's I'm why a, you should start and it should, shouldn't change but, yeah but if you but don't I'm start, talking about the logistics here for example and yeah. i mean the logistics in in these kind of places you cannot afford to have different uh, different crazy coffees and uh oh this one is uh, it, it tastes different you have want something consistent that works tastes good you know, you know that, and uh, it takes you about uh, forty seconds to make one coffee. That's it. Mm-hmm. While yeah. you know, home brewers they're always like, "Oh, you know, you have to grind these uh, on a full moon, and then, and, you know, you brew it by passing the water through a holy grail of something." <laughs> I are you talking about coffee snobs now? You're getting on the subject of coffee snobs. Yes, and, and I'm, I always yeah. try to avoid that. I always try to 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 keep it simple, to keep it as simple as possible. You know what? I absolutely agree with you, and and I and I say this as somebody who 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 flirts with coffee snobbishness, but only because I'm out of an interest. I not I say absolutely. this. Because I, I I want to experiment and I want to try and get these amazing flavors. And, but having said that, I will be very very happy with a you know with a a, 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 a sort of a regular robusto espresso. I'm not going to be snobbish about it. I was talking to somebody actually just the other day who was saying to me that of course coffee has to be only from one source, a single origin from one source. You can't blend it. And I thought, mm, no, I actually I disagree. Yeah. Um, you can have, as we've shown here, we've got some delicious blends. I've got absolutely no problem with blending, uh, with blending beans together. Mm-hmm. And I've got no problem with mixing Robusta into my blend as mm-hmm. well, actually, um, because I, I love the texture that it brings and I love the caffeine that it brings as well. <laughs> um, but no texture is very important to me. Uh, texture is really important to me and I get great texture from uh, from a Robusta blend. And some of that can be replicated with the Arabicas that we've been having as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not going to say every, every coffee needs to be geisha. It, it, it absolutely doesn't. Uh, uh, it uh, comes everything. down to what you like. 
exactly. Everything has its own place, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the Italian blend then, Max. Yeah. So um, I think that this is, uh, or, or at least what I want to believe is that uh, the the roasting process in this is the Italian roast, which is actually a dark roast, but it's not uh, the, sa the same as the French roast. So French roast typically is uh, you heat it up and you keep it you keep it high, you keep it hot all the time, while the Italian roast has a ramp at the end. So you roast it slowly and then you ramp you ramp the temperature at the end so that you you basically you bring the oils out only at the last second so you right. have a, you have a more brown um, color even though it's still a dark roast okay it has a different temperature profile and that affects the cooking of the i mean the roasting of the bean and where you actually end up placing the oils because if you for example if you have a long um, a long roasting at high temperature, which is typically a French roast or even the Starbucks, um, the famous, infamous uh, uh, Starbucks roasting, roasts in general. Um, those are very dark and you actually end up burning, burning off some of the oils and you lose some mm -hmm. of the flavor profiles. While with the, with, a, with the Italian roast, at least this is my understanding and, and I'm, I, I wish to be corrected if I'm not. Um, you have this slow roasting at the beginning and then ramping up at the end. You, ha you have the same profile of, of the oil, so you, ha you still have the same profiles of a dark roast without losing the flavors. Right. So I never heard it about roast. I will not be the one to correct you. Um, what, I, what I will say is that I'm going to make it a mission of mine to go and learn a lot about roasting. And what I understand is that, um, is that you, you get a sample roaster uh, and you get your green beans in and then you make your you you do your experimentation on small batch roasts mm -hmm. uh, so that you can develop a roasting profile and there's software out that goes out that does this to extract the best out of each each bean okay um, and and then once you've dialed that in you then apply that to the big roaster and you're done and after that it becomes a case of turning the handle you don't mess around with it you just do that every single time mm. that the the, the the art or the science or the creativity part all comes in when you're when you're doing those small batch roasts on these small batch roasters, which will, you know, like roast a kilo or whatever. And uh, yeah, you basically apply, you, you do all your work there to try to work out the profile and then just take that and apply it on the big, uh, on, on the scale, you, know, you scale it up on the big roaster. Mm. I see. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see that. I mean, in my in my own work field, we do this kind of stuff anyway. Um, in terms of coffee, in in those ones, I haven't had it in a while. That because I it's one of my favorite um, blends from actually from um, Brew Up, uh, the uh -huh. Italian one, the Italian roast, and I like it because it pours nicely. I am um, um, a fanatic of the pour. I like the way right. that the, the the coffee looks when it when it pours out, and this is picture perfect. When you see it in the in the naked porta filter, and also when you see it on the spouse, it's uh, it's as you expect the picture to look to look of a coffee that comes out, and then it mm -hmm. tastes it tastes great to me at least. It's uh, it's very nice, very round. Um, the while the espresso blend. I do like it a lot, but it's uh, sometimes it's a little too bitter. You can over extract it, that one. This is a little more gentle on the mouth. 
Mm. I think with the the espresso blend, um, I was really enjoying that with my breakfast in the morning. I actually like a really strong coffee in the morning. Uh-huh. And, then, and then later on by 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, or maybe a little bit later, uh, I'll go down and get my second coffee. That's when I want my, I also want my flavor. I'll have my flavor later on, but in the morning, I just want that. I want to be smacked in the face with that, uh, <laughs> with that, with that dark coffee. I actually go to bed. I don't know if this is healthy. I go to bed. Can't you know? I can't wait to wake up and have my coffee in the morning. I actually go to bed thinking about the coffee the next morning. <laughs> Does that? Do I have a problem? No, I think I do something similar, especially when I have a new coffee machine <laughs> or something. Yeah. Hey, you got a new coffee machine out right now, haven't you? You're selling the. Uh, I, I, is that complete yet? That Simonelli. Uh, I'm. I'm finishing it as soon as we've we're done with these uh, with, with this podcast. I'm gonna go and finish oh, really? it. Yeah, I got Take all the parts now. Oh yeah, take some pictures. I might even put them up on the uh, on the website. Why not? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Show what you're doing. Send me a before and after. That would be kind of fun to put up. Oh, uh, before I don't think I have anything before, but that was uh, quite in a good condition. It, it was just um, basically everything welded itself to each other in the in the, in the boiler. It needed a transplant of boiler. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so listen, I'll tell you what I wanted. To also, I can't remember if we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, I got this new water filter, this big mm-hmm. water filter. Yeah. I'm like, that thing makes a difference. Um, oh, I put a review it. up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Night and day, Max. Night and day. I tell you what I did was I put a review up on the site. Go, go check it out. I mm-hmm. Just look up, go search for peak water or something. It'll come up. So in the last couple of weeks, I, I was initially very disappointed when I received it because it was just so flimsy looking, all the plasticky bits you know what i'm like about quality of, of build and stuff it's, mm-hmm. it's quite important to me if i'm touching something every day if i'm using something every day whether it's my toaster or my kettle or towels or bed sheets all of those things all of these things where i have lots of touch points i mm-hmm. i want to have good quality because it makes my life happier and it makes me smile every time i engage or interact with something that i feel is quality and this yeah. was the opposite of it. It was just horrible, just cheapy, plasticky, rubbishy. And then getting set up was really frustrating. Uh, I think I put a little video of me trying to get the things connected in. And I thought, oh, God, this is just I actually thought about sending it back even before I started using it. Uh, is it that bad? Uh, well, you know, to me, probably to other people, not. But to me, it's just, yes, yes, it was that bad. It was it was there's this long stalk. And I tell you why the filter. And the thing that made me continue was was I was fascinated by the size of the filter. The filter on this thing is huge. And I, and I did a photo comparing it to a Brita filter. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, they've not, they've not gone cheap on the filter, which possibly is the thing that matters. <laughs> yeah, most likely. And so they, they put all their, obviously they put all their, their investment in the filter and the filter was, was, was like a good solid block and it had a, you know, it, it had some nice features around it. And so, but the, the filter sits at the bottom of the jug inside a sleeve and from the, the top of the lid, which doesn't even fit into the kettle properly. It just moves up and down with, with give and it does, there's no ugh, tolerances are all wrong. Anyway, it has a stalk that goes from, there's a, um, a dial on the lid and mm-hmm. I'm actually demonstrating this in my hands and realizing it's an audio podcast. Um, <laughs> there's a dial on the lid that, that, that twiddles a, uh, a, like a plastic stalk that goes all the way down to the bottom that you connect in to the filter. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you turn the dial and it changes the water flow 
how the water flows through the filter, which okay. changes the amount of time the water uh, is engaged with the active ingredients in the filter and hence okay. the amount of, of, of magic that it does. And so what you do is you, you test your, you get a little test water test kit, you test your water and you look at the color chart and it says, okay, it's this color, you turn it to four or turn it to three or whatever. So you turn it down and you leave it. After you've done that, you don't change it again. Okay, so it's um, like the, well, and you don't change it again until you move. Until you move house, right. Yeah, so it's, it's um, like the, the hardness tests for the dishwashers and the washing machines right. then. And by the way, here's a little, here's a, here's a tip. Uh, if you haven't read the, my blog post, which of course you should have done is that if you go to their website, peak water and you hunt around and I can't remember where it is, but there, I think there's a link on this on again, on my, on the post, uh, you can get a free testing kit, which I think is cool. Mm. Um, they'll just send you one because presumably, you know, of course they're cheap as chips, but they're going to send you a free one, you know, cheap isn't as good as free max. I know. Free I get it. It's a no. It's it's a good investment from them. <laughs> yeah. So they send you when you test it, then you then you twiddle. But so that knob has to getting that knob engaged <laughs> in that filter. Took me like I I don't know how long, but I was starting to pop blood vessels trying to get this thing in. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at stuff like that. I I hate it. You'll be good at it. But for me, it's driving me insane. Plus, I was trying to record it for the video as well, and that was even worse. I had to put the camera away in the end. So you 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 do that. But hey, listen, here's the thing, right? I I made a coffee. The next day, my son's drinking coffee. I didn't even tell him I changed anything. And he, he thought I'd change the grind settings. He's like, Dad, did you change the grind settings on the grinder? This coffee is great. I said, no, son. I changed the water. That does make like, a difference. Wow. He he could t he actually came to me and said, "What have you done that's different?" Mm. And I could have noticed night and day from tasting it. And I mean, it takes away all of the bad stuff and just leaves you with the good. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I do use filters myself. So, what water do you normally put in the coffee machine to start with? Beforehand, I was using Brita. Okay. Um, you know, and that was it. And that was more from just trying not to scale up the, the boiler than it was from, from the taste. Like it was a, a hope for the best kind of. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it also removes, I don't know in, in your area, but in my area, sometimes it's, it's incredibly chlorinated. So it, it smells like bleach. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that removes those, uh, yeah. And then I also use the Gaja or, or Brita filters that uh, you can actually plug into the uh, the water system of the coffee machine. Right. So I have a double well, those, well, those are the best and they're the cheapest to run. I mean, that was the one thing I'd say about, about this particular filter as well is something to bear in mind is that you should be changing those filters every 60 days. So this filter will last wow. you. In yeah. But no, no, that, that's recommended by the E, uh, by the, EU, I think somewhere. Okay. Anyway, it's it's uh, it's a European Union kind of recommendation from a health point of view, because because when you've got something sitting in a jug, water sitting in a jug, you've got the potential for mold and, and bacteria and whatever to form. So they actually say you should be changing from a health and safety point of view. You should be changing water filters every sixty days, regardless of whether they need it or not. Okay. And did the calculation on this. I mean, I would, it would normally run for me for more than 60 days. I think I had, it was running for 70 or 80 days <clears throat> based on my usage, but 
okay, I'm going to stick with the 60 days because it's easy to remember. And, um, and I don't like the idea of bacteria growing in my jug, mm. but that means that you've got now a fixed cost for that water filter, right? You've got a fixed yep. cost for it. And that, um, and that, uh, so that means that if you're drinking a lot of coffee, then it's cheap. <laughs> but if you're not drinking a lot of coffee, it's quite expensive. Yeah, you have a breakup, breakdown, uh, sorry, um, a breakup point, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, I would never go back. I, mm -hmm. I'm going to have, I'm not going to send that filter back. I'm, I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep it because the difference it makes to the taste of the coffee is fantastic. And I feel terrible for all of those, those coffees we tried earlier on. Maybe they taste completely different. Maybe we have to start this podcast again, Max, and just go back to the beginning. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, one thing that I noticed actually, when uh, I started using the double filter, is that my crema game really stepped up. Yeah? Yes, but that's because of the chemistry. So if you have um, yeah. uh, if you have extra for example if you have hard water that prevents mm -hmm. uh, that prevents uh, tensioactive molecules like the the oils basically uh, to work. So the tensioactive molecules are the ones that increase the surface tension of the water and then they make bubbles. Literally, they make bubbles. Yeah. It's like soap. Yeah, carbon dioxide's got a, a, a major. Is, am I right in thinking carbon dioxide's got a major no. role in crema? No, I don't agree with that. Um, I think it's. Uh, no, I, I, think I, it's I, was, I thought it was. I thought yeah. I'd sound smart and, and talk chemistry um, with you. But I'll... There's a lot of people that say that, but you're not extracting carbon dioxide from the water and you're not making fizzy water. Um, it's, uh, it's more uh, to do probably with the pH. So carbon dioxide in the beans makes the coffee the beans, acidic. Yeah, yeah, extract yeah. It, But it's not enough for, for the coffee to make bubbles, to be honest, to bubble out. The, okay. the bubbles are just um, the, the air trapped in the, in the puck. That's why if you, if you filter, if you have a quartz um, coffee, you don't, have bub you don't have crema. Right. Because right. it doesn't have bubbles in there. They break down. I see. Um, well, you're getting very sciencey on me with these words like bubbles. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So in, <laughs> anyway, in short, is uh, if you have too much uh, lime scale, too much calcium uh, atoms, too, much, too many calcium ions in the water, they prevent uh -huh. the, the foaming, basically. They are, they are natural anti-foam. Well, I can tell you one thing, and I've, I've started to read a lot about water. I might actually buy this a book on, on water for coffee, mm -hmm. which I might get really nerdy on, because I feel like it's one of those things, like once you learn it, you're going to know it, and then you're going to be smarter than everybody else who starts, who knows a little bit about coffee. Uh, sorry, a little bit about water and coffee, and they <laughs> all say the same things. But then if you've read the book and, and you start throwing complex terms around, you look really smart. So I might buy the book, because <laughs> I need every edge I can get. Um, but I was telling you, actually, parts of it, I'm being very serious now, for parts of it were very interesting. So, for example, the, the role of magnesium, because magnesium is considered or not considered, it is a sticky molecule, is a molecule? Anyway, it's a sticky mm -hmm. mineral in the sense that it, it, it likes to, it, it will um, pull the flavor out of coffee, literally pulls the flavor. So some minerals don't pull the flavor out and others do. And magnesium is one of those ones that 
having the right balance of magnesium in your water means that it, it you'll extract flavor easier. And I've just found that kind of stuff really interesting. So I'm going to read a lot more about it, and then I'm going to. Sound it is very interesting. I would, yeah, I would I would love to hear actually more about it because I'm curious now. Because in theory, calcium and magnesium are the same, are very similar because they are I think one above each other in the in the periodic table, which means that they have mm-hmm. the same the same number of uh, of uh, bonds. So it's uh, magnesium is plus two, and uh, calcium is plus two. Mm. Uh, so is cadmium as well, but cadmium is uh, is bad for you. Uh, yeah. So it's I know that magnesium is a micronutrient, and calcium is uh, not. Is a yeah. major nutrient. So that, yeah. that's an interesting thing to know. Yeah. No, I was I was I was reading about it. So calcium carbonate, which is what we get in the water, of course, because it water often travels through limescale and picks up uh, calcium carbonate. Yeah. Is it has an alkalinity which is which works as a buffer, and this was this was as this is as far as my water experience goes, mm-hmm. which is um, the the key to uh, extracting great taste from coffee is having a a balanced and I'm not saying a neutral but a, a correctly balanced amount of alkalinity. So if your water is is too alkaline. And you've got too much of this buffer. If it's too acidic, I should say, if it's too acidic, mm-hmm. then um, then obviously a very acidic coffee, and and you're you're wrecking the flavors. But you balance that out with putting something that has an alkalinity in there. But if you put and that and that's called a buffer. But if you buffer yep. it too much, what happens is sure all the acidity goes and all the the, the the bad acidity goes, but then all the flavor goes as well. So what you're trying to do is create this. Uh, is, is find the key to the puzzle of saying for the type of uh, the type of water I've got, how do I make the changes such that I'm got the right amount of buffering, but allowing the right amount of acidity through, uh, mm-hmm. and and balancing the other minerals and micronutrients or minerals in there that I'm that are needed in order to to extract the flavor, and it's really complex. But well, it's uh, it's all based on if you, theory before in, until I put the water filter in, and, and it went from theory to sudden, you know, sudden on my tongue taste bud reality, and it, yeah. was, it was it was it was an epiphany. Yeah, well, it, so technically, what you want to do is you want the the water to be slightly acidic because uh, typically flavors are uh, hydrophobic. That's a normal thing. Uh, uh-huh. All of the flavor molecules are hydrophobic. They're, they're, that means that they are uh, fat soluble. Right. And to extract hydrophobic molecules, what you want to do normally is to to have it slight to have the water. Um, not some. Sorry, I am wrong. Actually, it depends. Um, so, if you want to extract uh, acidic molecules in water, you want to go alkaline. Because they are right. charged up and they they are, they become soluble, more soluble at least. If you want to extract them in a fat phase, which we, which would be extracted from the oils of the coffee, then you want to go acidic because you neutralize the the um, the acid pH, so the acid part of the um, uh, what do you call it of the molecules. Mm-hmm. So typically they're acids, so fatty acids, uh, and they have um, alcoholic, alcoholic uh, groups, which are acidic. So if you go acidic, they become neutral, and they will go right. into the fat, the fat phase, into the oil phase. 
and they will be extracted with the oils of the coffee. Or wow. you can go the other way around and make them alkaline, so they're charged, and they will be more water-soluble. Just, just a minute, Max. I need to go lie down and put something cold on my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is actually beyond. I wish this, I paid uh, attention in school. I really do. Do you know the funny thing about like when you're in school, you, you never in the West, we, we hate going to school and we always try and get out of going to school. Oh, you know, in good. African countries, oh, I say this, okay, maybe I'm talking about myself, <laughs> my kids, but in African countries, do you know what they do? Kids try to break into school. Kids who, who aren't, who aren't enrolled in certain schools, they, they, yeah. they try to break in and, and learn and you know there's there's oh, something, a, something you know wrong. it's it's a way to you know it's a way to emancipate yourself exactly exactly we, we don't know how lucky we are hey so max um yes. you just killed everybody with with yeah i with think us. so that I'm was uh, i'm yeah. sorry for bringing that up no i think but it's it actually very interesting uh, it's just it's very important if you're serious about coffee if you're serious about getting the best out of your coffee you need to at the very least understand that, that water makes a huge difference right absolutely absolutely but lots of people actually uh, they use bottled water I know but you know the problem with that I've got with that is so and it does expensive. work <laughs> well no it's not even the expense it's I, I'm very anti-plastic yeah. I'm sorry to be one of those types of people one of those people but I'm yeah, anti-plastic. Right. I, 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 as as much as I, I want to, I, I, as much as I don't want to be one of those people, I don't, I, I don't want to encourage the use of plastic. I think it's, I think what it is, it's a very useful experiment to do. If you haven't tried, it's getting some bottled water. But by the way, you need to take a look. And I think there are some guides um, online where people have tried this and they sort of say, hey, that bottle of water has got the right kind of mineral balance to get the best out of your coffee. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly worth going to buy one of those because not all mineral waters are the same. Go and buy a bottle of mineral water and try that in your, in your uh, espresso machine to see what difference it makes. And um, But then I'd say if you think that's fantastic and you really think that's great and it makes a big difference for you, and it does depend on where you are because your water supply Absolutely. in obviously different places varies tremendously – then it may well be worth your while to invest in something like the peak water filter. Um, or I think there's some other solutions out there, but. Well, you can even install, to be honest, you can even install, uh, if you're very serious about coffee, and I mean very serious, you can actually install your own purification system in the house. It's, you can get a, um, a water treatment uh, can of uh, yeah. about 10 to 20 liters, and uh -huh. that will go for about a year. How much do those cost? Uh, between 50 and 100 pounds. It's not a huge, no, it's not a huge, uh, to be honest, I was actually considering plumbing in a coffee machine because of that. It's just, a, they take a lot of space and you need to use it because you cannot have uh, water sitting in there. But if right. you use it reasonably enough, uh, that's mm -hmm. actually a good idea because then you have your coffee you machine plumbed in, you have your, your pump, and uh, I mean, why not? You have the water. You don't have to worry about it. It's never. Oh, I'm making a coffee. Oh shit! I'm running out of water here. I hope. I hope that that covers uh, you the shit. Shit word. Now I have to put explicit on the podcast. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, we've got um, a podcast up on iTunes and on and on Android now. Oh, for wow. some reason, on Android. 
I know for some reason on Android, the, the icon is not coming through. So it looks crap up oh, there. Oh. I am again. Um, but you know, I'm going to get that fixed and I might actually get some proper artwork done. I'm just using our, our Bartok's logo. I might get some artwork. I might be, get, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get an artist to do a caricature of you. Caricature of you and me, caricature is done. Then we'll have you and me up there with a, with an espresso. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love it. I cannot draw myself, but. <laughs> yeah. When I say an artist to do a character, I mean, I mean, I'll just go and get next door's child. Uh, yeah. That's fine. It's good enough. Better than me. You know, uh, he's only, he's only three, but he's talented. Uh, so. Yeah. That, that's still better than me. <laughs> If you give if you give a chicken a, a pencil and uh, you, if, if you let it scratch on a, on a piece of paper, that's my writing. Hey, you know what? I tell you something. I'm going to end end the podcast on this this mysterious reveal, Ooh. which is that I have a talent that I that very few people know about, and so only the dedicated people who've gone all the way through to the end of this podcast will will know that I have this talent. But I and don't laugh. I know you're going to laugh. Don't laugh. Okay. I can seriously, I can seriously, I'm not joking now. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. I hypnotize chickens. Ooh. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I can, I, I grew up on a farm. I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer uh-huh. boy. And, uh, and one of the things I was taught when I was nine or 10 years old is how to hypnotize chickens. And my mother, after I learned this, this, this technique, my mother was furious with me because the next day she came out to, to collect the eggs. <laughs> And all the chickens were lying all over the field where I had hypnotized them all. <laughs> it was still there the next day. That is very mean. It's not very healthy for the chickens, you know that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did they, did they know that there was a next day? They probably just, they don't understand anything. Yeah, they no, went to sleep. It's a thanatosis. And now it's, an, an, you know. Yeah, it's called, uh, it's called thanatosis. You can do it also with goats. I love goats. Goats are one of my favorite animals. Yeah. But if you make a loud noise them. next to a goat, it will go into, it will go stiff and fall over. Ah, you're talking about there's only particular types of goats. Yeah, it's, just, it's the same thing that the chicken goat. <laughs> God, what, this podcast is really deteriorating, man. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about chicken. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to name this podcast? I don't know. We'll come up with a name uh, for it. Yeah. So how Max. was the coffee? No, I don't. Uh, we're 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping no one's going to notice. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll edit something in the middle that says, and by the way, Baroque coffee was great. I really liked that Italian, uh, Italian blend. Espresso blend, (laughs) medium roast, which is two hundred twenty-seven grams. By the way, two hundred twenty-seven. You got oh, you got two extra beans just because. I want to. Is it what's the name of the? Is it Adrian? No, it's not Adrian. Um, I forgot his name. Uh, He well, he doesn't like you anymore. Anyway, uh, that 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 guy from Brook, who's got a new website, by the way. I'm pretty sure his website's new. Yeah, yeah, I think they've, they've done it up. Yeah, that looks really good. The website looks really good right now. And they say they do 227 grams. I want to know, like, there's a guy basically from the local village who's employed. So that machine spits out 225 grams. And there's just a guy at the end of the production line who puts two more beans in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's two more beans. 
It's like, I, I, yeah, I, I would want to, I want to ask him. I just want to have an interview with this guy now just to ask him why 227? Yeah. Why not 227? A little bit extra. Max, let's wrap it up there because we are definitely yep. going into the, into the rambling session part of the podcast. It was great talking to you, pal. I'm going to see you next week. Yes. Which is now. Which is right now. I think everyone's caught on to that, haven't they? They they know by now. We do care yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs>